And hello, and welcome to the Introverted Female Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and we talk about improving your mindset and your profits. I don't know about you, but I always feel like I have a a list of things that I just have to get done in my business. And one of the most things that I know that I forget, and probably some of you guys do too, is managing our books, making sure that our numbers are in order. And we're going to do today is we're going to talk about just some really simple ideas that we may not have considered about, you know, just managing our books and and just money management in general for our business, because we don't want to get ourselves caught up in a situation where we've got so far down in terms of forgetting about what we've done and forgetting about managing our books. So I have a special guest today. Her name is Tiffany Bratner, and we're going to talk about all things bookkeeping coming to you after this short break. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Denise. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, thank you. I'm just so excited to talk with you because when we originally met, you know, you were just telling me about how so many women business owners just forget about how important it is to manage their money. But before we get into that, I just have to ask you a question. Why in the world did you become a bookkeeper? That's a great question. So um, I got into being a bookkeeper mainly because, well, a couple of reasons. Um, One, I am a mom of two small kids, and I really uh, wanted to own a business um, where I felt like I could be there for my family when they needed me to be there. Um, That was really important to me and just have that flexibility. But also, I really wanted to provide a value to people. Um, I could do sales, but it just really wasn't my thing. Um, I really am good at organizing data. And uh, this just was a perfect fit for me because um, that just kind of checked all my boxes in that regard. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I definitely love to hear like a business owner wanting to not just obviously make money, but really just help and make a difference. Because I mean, how many times have we seen people who are just so concerned about like just getting money that they just forget about the people that are involved in the business? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think business is so much about relationships um, and just having people in your working with people that one that you enjoy working with and um, also just building those relationships with people. And that's just, this is a business. I love working with people. And I kind of joke that I'm the extroverted bookkeeper. I know that your podcast is, is geared towards introverted people, but, and that's a weird stereotype for me is that I'm more extroverted, but I, but I do bookkeeping and I just, cause I really love to work with people and just build those relationships. Well, I, I, I love that, that you still kind of um, put the value in people and, and just really understanding like relationships matter. So that being said, I also have another clarifying question before we get into anything is how is this any different uh, bookkeeping from accountant? I mean, that's a great question. I think um, an analogy that I have heard before, and I'm not sure if it's the best analogy, it's kind of like you have a nurse and you have a doctor. Um, you know, the nurse is the person that really does all of 
the prep work for the doctor, right? They do all, run all the tests and reports and then the doctor kind of does the final diagnosis and says, you need to go into surgery or you need to, you know, we're going to do this final thing. So maybe not a perfect analogy, but I feel like a bookkeeper is kind of that person that does all of that work leading up to when you file your taxes, right? The tax part is important and that's the part that people always think about, but the bookkeeping is kind of that silent thing in the background that you have to do in order for you to be healthy when it comes to tax season and for you to get that good report. So um, I feel like that's probably the best analogy. Um, But yeah, so I don't do the tax portion, but I help people do their monthly finances to make sure that they understand where their businesses are financially, how so they can make informed decisions on how to grow their business and increase their profitability. Because if you only get that checkup one time a year, you really have no idea. You make decisions all the rest of the year for your business and you don't know how healthy you are. It's going to be really hard to make those on good data. So I help business owners kind of figure that out. So while we're on that uh, line of thinking, what are like the common, common things that you find that new business owners or just heck people who've never had a bookkeeper like make that you got to clean up? Ooh, well, I would say probably one of the biggest mistakes um, that I see people make um, and it ends up hurting um, them because then they have to pay somebody more money (laughs) to Mm. get it cleaned up or they have to pay their CPA or their tax preparer a lot of money per hour to do work that should have been done already. Um, so probably one of the biggest things um, and things that I recommend people is to never mix your business and your personal finances. Never, 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 never. Um, even if you're a sole proprietor and um, you file as a sole proprietor and you're the same entity, you need to have a separation of those t- two things. Um, I would say that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make. And the second biggest mistake I would say is that people um, think of their financial plan as an afterthought. You know, they they get super excited about their thing and that's um, great. You go, you, you get into doing what you're really great at, but they think of their finances as an afterthought. And I tell, would tell people, someone starting a business, before you make a single dollar in your business, um, you need to have a plan for how you're going to organize your finances. Because if you don't, you're going to end up in trouble later and you're just not going to have clarity about what you're doing. Well, let's talk about organizing. Like, let's pretend like both of we don't know anything, just basic business. Like, how would it even go about trying to organize your, your business books? So um, there's a few different ways. I mean, I have, uh, if you're a really small business and, you, you know, you are just having a, a handful of transactions a month, um, you don't have a lot of overhead, things like that, you can get away with doing something really simple, maybe an Excel spreadsheet, um, basically documenting your, your expenses and your revenue. Those are going to be the, the basic things. Um, but really, I, I love and I primarily work with like QuickBooks Online. Um, and it, I think it's just a great software. Um, it has a lot of tools in it that will help you set things up in your company um, for your business to just organize it. And um, it's, it's pretty user-friendly in my opinion. Um, so I, I would recommend people, one, they, they kind of just have a plan, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet or you sign up for QuickBooks. Um, and then another thing is to, like I said, separate things, have a dedicated bank account or 
um, for your business, um, a dedicated charge card or a checkbook for your business and don't ever mix them. Um, and yeah, that, those are, those are the first things that I tell people, the basic basics. Hmm. Now should new business, obviously if you're in business, you need to get it done now. Right. But Mm -hmm. what about like, if you're just thinking about starting business, what, what thing, um, is, is really important that it's like, number one, obviously they need to do as they're starting to plan. You mean in terms of their finances? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. In terms of their finances. Um, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's more about just having a plan for how you're going to organize that data. Um, I think that um, another great tool that, again, QuickBooks has, but there's other places that like HubDoc, where you can organize your receipts. Um, because if you're making purchases uh, for your business, you're responsible as a business owner to have documentation of the expenses that you have for your business. Um, and if you ever got audited, you would need to be able to show those. Um, so for example, um, meals, uh, I feel like that's often one that comes up as far as, um, you know, what, what do I do with, you know, business meals? Um, and there's actually, the IRS has a lot of rules about what you can and cannot write off. Um, and, you know, you need to have a system for managing your receipts, um, and I, I, I prefer doing it digitally because I don't like having a bunch of papers in random places stuck in corners. Um, but, you know, you just need to have a system, whether it's a, a file folder or something to, to organize that data. Um, that, that's generally what I recommend my clients do. Now, you mentioned something earlier I want to uh, piggyback on. You said that you can't deduct everything. Can you tell me about certain things that are just like, come on, girl, you cannot, <laughs> no matter how much you try to kind of finagle this around? Um, so I heard a story from a, a colleague of mine this week where they had a client that had written off um, an expense for um, professional development. And it, uh, she did a little digging to see what that actually was. Um, and it was a car which does not count as professional development. So, you know, there's certain things you can, you know, some people will try to stretch it, but you, um, meals and entertainment, the IRS, um, you can't write the full amount off. You can only write 50% off. And the stipulations are, it has to be, um, you can't just talk about business. Like you have to go and meet with a client, do something where you're actually talking about business and on your receipt, you actually need to record who you spoke with. And you need to record basically some idea of like what you talked about that was business related. So it's not so you can't just write everything off. Um, unfortunately, it's not it's not how the IRS works. Hmm. Is there is there something that on the flip side that people need to deduct, but for whatever reason they don't? Like I'm just going to just say one mileage. I have no idea why people don't deduct their mileage when they're traveling for business. But is there anything yeah, else I think, on they need to do? I think it's, a, again, one of those things of having a system in place and a process because, mm-hmm. um, you know, just trying to keep track of your mileage. Like, how do you make sure that you're, you write down every mile that you drove? Well, one way that I, again, recommend is like in QuickBooks, they have a mileage tracker. You can just turn it on when you're going from one place to another, when you're going to appointment, and that mileage gets tracked and you can save it um, for, you know, when you file your taxes, you can write, write all of that off. 
So that's like a really great idea. I think some other things that people don't think about, um, if you're, um, in, if you have a home office, you can write part of your rent or your mortgage, a percentage of it off. Um, you can do that same with your phone bill, your internet, if you have a home office. Those are some other things that people, I think, maybe don't think about in terms of write-offs. Hmm. Those are really good points. Now, I want to ask you about talking about write-offs. Do they need to start thinking about that like at the end of the year, half the year? Like, should they start looking for write-offs like throughout the year? What, what's your advice about just trying to maximize their taxes? So again, this is going to be, a, this is a little bit further down the road as far as what I do. Um, but I really recommend that you have a tax accountant that you do work with um, to kind of walk through what things can qualify and not qualify as uh, business expenses for your particular business because every business is just a little bit different. Um, and they're going to know more how to direct and give you great advice in that regard. Um, so definitely have a tax accountant that you can walk through all of those things where, with um, to kind of make those decisions. Um, but as far as on the, on the organizational side, definitely don't don't wait. Um, you know, it's always easier to maintain your system than it is to scramble at the last minute and figure it out. Always, always. Uh, procrastinating is going to make you so stressed out uh, and probably cost you a lot more money when it comes to actually paying your taxes when it comes to that time of the year. Hmm. 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 I, um, that actually brings a good point about like, organizing like your all of those receipts and organizing all the things that you're expensive like what do you recommend for that kind of a receipt management system yeah like um quickbooks like i said quickbooks online uh does have a receipt management system it's really simple you get the app on your phone um and you can snap a picture of your receipt and sends it right into your quickbooks it's pretty awesome um the other one i I uh, would recommend is HubDoc. That's another receipt management system. There's a lot of other ones out there. Those are the two that I'm most familiar with and that um, I've found to be really reliable as far as working with them and picking up that data um, because it just reads it and then it inputs it right into your uh, digital electronic bookkeeping. It's pretty awesome. Well, anyway, to make my life easier, I'm all about that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Uh, One of the things that I find is like... a as a business coach is that they for most new business owners are especially self-employed that they, they finally work their way out of their job hooray and they realize then they find out that they have to pay their own taxes um what are your kind of tips about kind of setting that money aside so they can pay their quarterly taxes so um i recommend uh that people pay them quarterly um so you if you're inputting all, again, this comes down to if you're maintaining your systems, if you're doing this regularly, monthly, you're going to know what your estimated quarterly taxes are going to be. And you can send them in quarterly. You send them in um, directly to the IRS. And at the end of the year, if you overpaid, you get money back. And if you didn't, then I guess you owe a little bit more. Um, But that is um, what I would recommend as far as that goes. So it's not one big lump out at the end of the year. Hmm. And so there's no surprise, right? Because who no wants to be surprise. surprised? Yeah. I mean, I love surprises at Christmas. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the IRS <laughs> surprises are not exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and 
I, um, can you, can you tell those who are listening, like what kind of, will they work with you or how they go about kind of paying those quarterly taxes? Um, so there's actually, you can just go directly to the IRS website and, um, I can, um, I'm not sure if I could just send you the link later for you to post somewhere, but if you Google search, like paying your quarterly taxes, it's all done through that. You can pay it digitally through the IRS website. And I, and I do know you can pay by credit card, right? I believe so. And that's a great question. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I personally pay through direct debit, but I know for some people that, you know, they may have a cash flow crunch and they can, they can only charge it. So. Right. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I want to talk about outsourcing, like, their bookkeeping work because as much as we all like to have control and do everything ourselves like <laughs> what I know right like well yes and no and sometimes <laughs> I wish I could hand everything off to someone else <laughs> but um, what's that kind of these surefire signals are like okay honey you really need a bookkeeper now you know this is going to be a little bit different I think per person there's some people that really just some people love doing accounting and bookkeeping, like, and that, if that's your thing, you rock it, you do it. Um, but I found that with a lot of business owners, especially in creative fields, um, they really struggle, um, because this is just not their strength. And I think that one of the most important things that I've learned as a business owner is learning what my strengths are and what they are not. Um, and for some people, um, bookkeeping is not your strength. And, it's okay to know that. And, you know, as a business owner, you do everything in a sense, but you also don't have to do everything because you're the thing that you are really good at. The thing that you started your business to do is what makes you money. (laughs) And so I think once you realize like, man, I'm spending this much time doing my books every month. If I had that time back, what could I be doing for my business or doing for myself that would make me more money uh, make me more productive or just make me overall happier <laughs> and, and healthier. Um, and so I think that you got to have to ask those questions. You know, obviously when you're starting a business, outsourcing everything is not always possible like financially, but I think you get to that point as your business grows um, where you say, you know what, my time is super valuable and I am going to be way more productive or make more money doing this thing that I'm really awesome at. And I'm going to leave that stuff that I don't have to do to a professional. Um, I think that, that, again, that's different for every business, but I think it's a really valuable thing to think of your time that way, that your time is really valuable um, and outsource what you need to to save you more time so that you can make more money. Mm, mm, those are really good points. Like making the time so you can make more money. I think a lot of people just don't feel like, oh, I need to hold on to this money. I'm like, no, let it go so you can make more yeah. of it. Yeah, sometimes it might cost you a little bit more up front. You know, if I decide to bring on uh, someone to help me in my business, um, you know, it takes that time to train them, right? And there's an investment that's there. And maybe that for a short amount of time, making a little bit less, but eventually you end up making more and, you know, because you've outsourced that thing. And so I think, you know, you get to that point in your business as you grow and you go, this isn't my thing. This is not what I it doesn't spark joy or it doesn't uh, make me super happy. It doesn't make me more money. Um, 
but, but it's necessary for your business, right? So, um, you know, that's a question you kind of have to ask yourself and other things, you know, not just bookkeeping, but bookkeeping is definitely one of those things that I find a lot of people, especially in more creative fields outsource because it's just not their strength. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of strength in letting people know, Hey, I can't do this. Absolutely. Knowing, like I said, knowing yourself, knowing what you're good at and, and rocking that, (laughs) you know, just excelling in what you know, you're really, really great at. Is there this something that like you really, really, really want a a woman entrepreneur or heck or anyone who is listening. So even you guys too, who are listening, um, that you really want somebody to know about this, this bookkeeping in general, but and how to apply into their business. And how to what? And how to apply it into their business. Um, so, I mean, I think I would just say uh, same things that I've mentioned before, uh, just keeping things separate, keeping things organized, having a system. I mean, you can reach out to a, a professional bookkeeper and a lot of them, even I do have like a, I can help you get set up so that you can do it yourself kind of thing, a DIY system, if you will, just so that you have a process. Um, I think that that's going to save you so much stress in the long run because um, you don't have to pay someone to clean it up later. Um, and that that's probably the biggest thing that I recommend to people. And then just, um, yeah, just staying on top of it. Don't procrastinate. Don't put it off. Don't think that, you know, I'll, I'll just deal with it later. It's not a, it's not a big deal. Like I'll, I'll figure it out because I tell you what, when you pile it up, it is not a fun thing to go through later. <laughs> it's mm. for a really not fun day. Yeah. I mean, it's better to avert danger ahead of time rather than later. Totally. totally. So uh, Tiffany, how, how can we find you? How can we learn more about you? I mean, I know there's someone who definitely needs your help. <laughs> um, so my, my website is still a little bit under construction. I'm making some revisions to it, but I am on Facebook Um it's just Brantner Bookkeeping. Um, pretty simple, just my name, B-R-A-N-T-N-E-R, Bookkeeping. Um, and uh, you can find me there or you can email buttwhybookkeeping at gmail.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, for those who are listening, go find Tiffany. Go find Tiffany. You probably need her help. <laughs> yeah, I love to just help people in general. Like even if they're not going to be my client um, or you know someone that, um, I'm making a, a, a ton of money off of or something like that. I just really love to help people and know that uh, it's kind of one of those things. I just like to know that they're healthy. <laughs> and if I can help set you at least in the right direction um, and, and, and be there, I, I'm happy to do that. So Awesome. Well, I hope someone who's listening definitely takes advantage of uh, your resource. And, and thank you so much for just sharing all the resources that you have. Like, I definitely feel like we all can grow as a community if we can share information. So I definitely take love that you took the time out of your busy schedule to talk with me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Denise. It's su- super fun to be here. And uh, I hope it's helpful to people. I hope that the uh, information there, I think we just don't think about it. And unfortunately you open a business and sometimes people just don't tell you all the stuff you need to know. Absolutely. <laughs> and you, you end up learning it the hard way. And I hope that this maybe helps somebody not have to learn it all the hard way. Well, we're, we're just trying to like prevent disasters in the making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, again, thank you, Tiffany. And I definitely would love to talk to you again in the future. Well, thank you so much for having me. All right. Take care now.
Well, that is it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listening to this episode. If you have any other questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to shoot me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Send me a tweet at denisegelee. And wherever you are in business, just know that you're not alone. I am here to help you. My guest was here to help you. Don't feel like you have to be alone. So reach out to one of us, both of us. We're both happy to help. And until next time, take care and be awesome.